0: Good morning, everybody. Uh, Today is Monday, December 4th, I believe, Uh, and I want to do a follow-up video here to something I posted um, yesterday that was mostly about Merrick Garland and why I think that he is largely to blame for the fact that we are not at least a year, a year and a half further along the criminal trial process with respect to Donald Trump and his crimes. Uh, really where we should be right now is uh, post-conviction. Donald Trump should already have been convicted. That's where we should be. Um, Certainly in the January 6th case, um, but perhaps even in the Mar-a-Lago case, but let's just deal with January 6th. In that case, that's currently set for trial in March, uh, we should definitely be post-conviction by now. Donald Trump should be in the process of appealing his conviction. You know, he should be in... In prison, appealing his conviction, but let's face it, he'll probably get an appeal bond once he is convicted. But that's where we should be right now, and we would be in that position, um, and we would be in a much better place as a country had Merrick Garland um, acted with a sense of urgency and was serious from the get-go about investigating Donald Trump, which it is clear, very clear, that he was not. And um, the point I made in in that video was that. Um, it is clear that Merrick Garland didn't really have the intent to investigate Donald Trump seriously, certainly not to prosecute him, except for the fact that the January 6th committee forced his hand. Once the January 6th committee held their public hearings on the information they had uncovered um, and the, the degree to which they proved with evidence that Donald Trump was in fact, um, you know, guilty of orchestrating this effort to um, steal the election. This was not just he put out a tweet and riled people up and it got out of hand, but that there was actually a plan behind the scenes leading up to January 6th to steal the election with a bunch of crimes being committed and conspired to commit um, in the lead up to that. And it wasn't until the January 6th committee Produced all their evidence publicly, or at least some of their evidence publicly, um, that the that the Department of Justice was forced to take action. Um, so, anyways, that was the thrust of my my video yesterday, and I want to follow up because um, there was a lot of commentary about my video and about some things I had said on social media with respect to yesterday's video that I wanted to I wanted to return to make a couple couple of, uh, additional points. Number one, if you're on Twitter. Um, You might have seen some of my stuff yesterday there was a there is a a relatively big account on there that goes by the name of um muller she wrote and uh this person um quoted one of my tweets about about merrick garland dragging his feet and um you know accused me of uh, not knowing the facts and then um listed a bunch of things that she says merrick garland did before jack smith was appointed because my contention was that, you know, pretty much he had done nothing uh, until Jack Smith was appointed. And then, you know, the da- the DOJ and Jack Smith's team, you know, hit the ground running. And and, and now we, here we are with these indictments. But prior to Jack Smith being appointed, forced by the January 6th committee, that nothing much had been done. Anyways, this person um, put a whole list of things that uh, Merrick Garland supposedly did as a defense, uh, of Merrick Garland. Um, this is one of those people who's just a a knee-jerk defender of Merrick Garland, doesn't want to listen to, um, any criticism of Merrick Garland. Um, and so anyways, this person did that. By the way, as an aside, if you follow this person, um, pretty cowardly, uh, person. This is one of those people who, um, won't let people dissent. Um, And so they have their, this person, I think it's a she, she has her account set up to where only people that she follows are allowed to comment, reply to her tweets. So she quotes my tweet, insults me, puts a bunch of stuff, uh, much of which is not even accurate um, in this tweet, in a series of tweets she put up. And uh, I was not allowed to reply because she doesn't follow me and I'm blocked, therefore, from being able to respond. So none of the people who read her tweet were allowed to see a rebuttal from me. Pretty cowardly, if you ask me. Um, but this is what a lot of people do. Um, they don't want to be challenged by people who know more than they do. Uh, anyways, I want to deal with a couple uh, a couple of these things. Number one, as I said, that person, uh, a lot of the stuff that they put up as facts was not even accurate uh and number 2 the thing even at assuming everything was accurate <clears throat> none of it was really a defense to Merrick garland at all much of what this person was saying is that <clears throat> excuse me um that there was this uh quote, you know put links to some articles about all the um the obstruction of the trump investigation in the doj and in the fbi um the FBI is part of the Department of Justice, but we refer to them differently. It all falls under Merrick Garland. The Attorney General is the boss of the Director of the FBI. Uh, anyway, that there was all this obstruction, which is true. There were Trump holdovers and sycophants who were attempting to obstruct any investigation into Donald Trump. The reason why this is misleading um, and and irrelevant as a defense to Merrick Garland uh, of Merrick Garland is that Merrick Garland was confirmed in March of 2021. At that point, he was in complete control of the Department of Justice and the FBI. And any and all obstruction um, could, uh, could have and should have come to an immediate um, end because he, had, he was now in charge and he could have ended that stuff. So if obstruction was continuing after March of 2021, that's Merrick Garland's fault. He, he had the ability to clean house and get rid of all the obstructors. So anyways, this is all just a complete, um, it's a sideshow argument. It, it doesn't get to the substance of it. Now, um, let's talk about this a little bit more with respect to um, what could have happened and what should have happened. Now, let me make clear, because a lot of people seem to think that criminal investigations take forever right? And, and and that they always have to take forever because the wheels of justice turn slow and all that garbage. Um, that's not true. It's not necessarily true. It depends on the case, obviously, and it depends upon the resources that are put to that case and the urgency with which um, investigators, prosecutors in the Department of Justice um, approach that case. <clears throat> now, I don't know what could have what kind of case could be more urgent than prosecuting Donald Trump and his co-conspirators for attempting to overthrow the Republic? Um, that should have been the single most important case that the Department of Justice was working on. It should have been the most important thing um, that Merrick Garland was coming in to deal with, and it, it should have been with a sense of, sense of urgency. Um Obviously, Merrick Garland is not a stupid person. He knows this is a political case. Um, These, you know, Garland and his prosecutors should have known that time was of the essence and that we really don't have much time because what, what do we need to do here? They knew at the time that there was a very good chance that Donald Trump was going to run for president again, and certainly that he he could. That was definitely a possibility. And if you knew anything about Trump, you should know that he was probably going to do that, if for no other reason than to try to stay out of prison. All right, so given that, you should have said, okay, we need to get this man convicted and sentenced as quickly as we possibly can. Not, not, not sidestepping the process, not shortening the process, going through due process, doing our due diligence, making sure our evidence is rock solid, but we need to do it as fast as we possibly can. Right? That should have been their position from day one. They should have approached this case with a sense of urgency because of the time factor. Right? They have to get him investigated, indicted, tried, and sentenced well in advance of the 2024 election. Because, first of all, the DOJ has this rule that you can't undertake a a, a prosecution that could impact an election um, in the months leading up to an election. So it had to be wrapped up long before the 2024 general election, right? But per the DOJ's own rules. And for politics, because they know that it would be attacked as political, which would be anyway but then they'd claim election interference and then that you know they'd make election interference arguments to judges to dismiss the case or postpone the case so the point is you knew you had to get this done quickly so from day one merrick garland should have put all the resources necessary behind the effort to get him investigated indicted tried and convicted As quickly as possible. And that absolutely did not happen. There was absolutely no question about it. How do we know that? Because we know there was no serious grand jury investigation. Because none of the big players that should have been compelled to testify before the grand jury immediately. None of those people were hauled before a grand jury until long after Jack Smith was appointed. I'm talking about people like Mike Pence and Pat Cipollone, the White House Counsel, and Mark Meadows, the Chief of Staff. You should start with these people. Now, I know a lot of people, you know, because they don't know what the hell they're talking about, say, oh, you got to start from the bottom and work your way up. Uh, That's bullshit, because as I explained in my video, the people at the bottom, the trespassers and the people who assaulted police, you know, the, the rioters on January 6th, those people had no connection. To Donald Trump and the people at the top. So, and what, what do they what do they talk about? What do they mean when they say you gotta start at the bottom and work your way up? What you what they mean is you prosecute those low-level people and get them to flip and get them to rat on the people above them so that you can get the top people like Trump and, and his co-conspirators. Well, the people who stormed the Capitol, you know. The guy who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi's desk, the idiot in the bullhorns, the, the MAGA shaman, all these morons, you know, all the people, the thousands that you see storming the Capitol. None of them had direct access to Donald Trump. None of them were involved with Trump in the conspiracy. They showed up because of a tweet or because of Fox News or whatever. So prosecuting them and getting them to flip, who are they going to flip on? They can't give you Donald Trump. Okay? All they can say is, yeah, well, me and my buddies saw Trump's tweet and we decided to come down here. That's all they can give you. So starting with those people with the intent of flipping them in order to get Trump, that's a joke. They can't give you Trump. So that's stupid. What you do is you start with the people closest to Trump immediately. That's what you should have. You knew for a fact that Pat Cipollone must have had information, Mark Meadows must have had information, Lord knows Mike Pence had information. Those should be one of the first people you haul before a grand jury and force them to testify. They should have been testifying within a couple of weeks of Merrick Garland taking off, taking office. Find out what they know, and then you can haul them back into the grand jury as many times as necessary during the course of the investigation. But we know those people were never interviewed, were never um you know, a uh, question before a grand jury until after Jack Smith, two and a half years later. till after Jack Smith was appointed. So don't tell me Merrick Garland was aggressively going after Donald Trump. He was not. Um, we saw no people, you know, uh, challenging subpoenas. That's how we know that no one was being of any import was being hauled before a grand jury. None of them were challenging their subpoenas as they all did after Jack Smith was appointed and and subpoenaed them to the grand jury, we saw them all challenging their subpoenas in court. We know for a fact that these people weren't subpoenaed prior to Jack Smith being appointed. So once again, Merrick Garland was doing virtually nothing important to try to get Donald Trump. And how else do we know? We know because Merrick Garland, the DOJ was begging the January 6th committee to turn over their evidence to them. Why would the DOJ... With all the powers of investigation, the powers of a grand jury investigation to compel testimony, to subpoena records and information, far greater investigatory power than the committee had. Why would they be relying on the committee for their investigative material? They should. The DOJ should have been far ahead of the committee. They, they had way more ability to get information that the committee couldn't get. The reason they asked the committee for their information is because the DOJ hadn't gathered any of their own. So it wasn't until the summer of what? 2022? Before the committee held their hearings and now the DOJ in the summer of 2022 is begging the committee for their information because the DOJ hadn't done dick. That's why they were begging for that information. And we heard all the reporting about prosecutors at the DOJ, especially once Cassidy Hutchinson testified about everything she's witnessed. The uh, prosecutors at the DOJ... We're caught off guard and taken aback like, oh my God, I can't believe all that. Inf- what do you mean you can't believe? You should have known about this way before the committee. Anyways, the proof is, is uh, it's obvious. It's quite obvious that Merrick Garland did virtually nothing to go after Donald Trump and his co-conspirators prior to the January 6th committee um, holding their public hearings. Now, another thing. This idea, I, start, I started saying this and I got sidetracked, this idea that criminal investigations by necessity have to take forever, that's not true at all. Um, most criminal investigations don't take that damn long. Now, I know this was much more, quite a sprawling investigation in terms of the number of people involved, but this is not a very difficult case to investigate. It's really not. Um, this is not a, a, a case with, uh, you know, a lot of scientific ex- evidence that has to be gathered and closely analyzed, and you got to get expert witnesses to weigh in and look at the evidence. This case is largely just witnesses and documents. That That's all this case is. This case is about finding out what Donald Trump did, Donald Trump and his co-conspirators, what they did. How do you do that? You talk to people who were part of those conversations and know what Donald Trump and his co-conspirators did. You subpoena records, phone records, written records, emails, all this kind of stuff. That is easy to get. You get a grand jury subpoena and get that stuff. That should those grand jury subpoenas should have been flying day one. The day it's from March 2021, those grand jury subpoenas should have been flying. We know for a fact they weren't. Um witnesses should have been hauled in before the grand jury from day one. We know for a fact that the most important witnesses definitely weren't. Definitely were not. Um, And so this is not, again, this is not difficult. We're talking about witnesses and documents. That's all this case is. It's witnesses and documents. And that's a simple investigation. Now, there's a lot of witnesses, and there's probably a lot of documents. So, you know, you might say, well, it'll take a long time to go through all that. Again, it depends on how many res- what kind of resources you put be- behind the investigation. If you just got two people investigating, yeah, it's going to take a long time. But this is the single most important federal prosecution in the history of the country. Bar none. A, a president trying to overthrow the republic and steal an election. A president who you have good reason to believe is going to run for office again. That is the single most important federal investigation, criminal investigation in American history, bar none. Nothing else is even close. You should have put all the resources necessary to get this thing done immediately. There should have been hundreds of prosecutors assigned to this case from day one to review the evidence as it comes in. There is no reason this needed to take forever. Okay? Shouldn't have taken long to get the records and to get these witnesses interviewed and hauled before grand juries and and all of that stuff. Really, this, if you put the kind of effort in to this investigation that it really should have had, this investigation should really have only taken six months, nine months at most, all right, from start to indictment, from beginning the investigation to bringing indictments, six to nine months, okay, Uh, that's what it should have taken. Instead, it took almost two years for Merrick Garland even to appoint Jack Smith. So I don't want to hear any defenses of Merrick Garland. So these people like this Mueller, Mueller, she wrote, idiot account. um, It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous to try to make the argument that, that Merrick Garland was serious about going after Donald Trump. And here's another thing. Look at where we're at now. Merrick Garland did precious little. Oh, and here's another thing. By the way, again, one of the the um, excuses for Merrick Garland I get all the time are well, he had a st- he had all these thousands of prosecutions of all these people that stormed the Capitol. He had to start with them. That's absurd that he had to start with them. I already told you this bottom-up approach is bullshit. The people at the bottom do not get you the people at the top. So you don't have to start with them in order to get to the people at the top. So you need to make a decision about how to proceed. Do we start with these low-level people and ignore Donald Trump and his co-conspirators until we prosecute these thousand-plus people? How insane is that? It's ridiculous. You should go after the most important people first. The people who are the greatest threat to the country. Look, Donald Trump is an ongoing threat to the future of the republic. If this man is is elected again, we are looking at the very real possibility that our constitutional republic will be over. Finished. So you're, you're telling me it's more important to go after the guy who put his shoes up on Nancy Pelosi's desk than Donald Trump? Give me a freaking break. That's an insane position to take. And anyway, I don't need to go on with that anymore. Um... Where was I going with this? I completely lost my fucking train of thought. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, we waste almost two years. Or at least a year and a half before Jack Smith is appointed. And he goes into high gear. Jack Smith did everything right. And then he also had this Mar-a-Lago thing that he wasn't expecting. So, he did that too. So, I hats off to, to uh, Jack Smith. If Jack Smith had been appointed on day one, it would have taken six to nine months, exactly as I said, for Jack Smith to bring those charges. And don't tell because here's another defense I get of Merrick Garland: uh, is that oh, he did so much work so that when Jack Smith was appointed, it didn't take him too long because so much work had already been done. Well, that's bullshit. We know that work hadn't been already had all, had not already been done, as I explained. Basically, um. Jack Smith was starting from ground zero and he went from ground zero to indictment in like nine months with the Mar-a-Lago case going on at the same time. And he brings both of those indictments within about nine months. Exactly as I said. But imagine if, if, if Merrick Garland had appointed Jack Smith on day one. Again, we'd be a year and a half at least, you know, a year, year and a half at least further along than we are. We'd be in the post-conviction. Donald Trump would already be convicted. But look where we are instead. Here we are with two federal indictments, no trials yet, and next month is 2024. We will be in 2024 in less than a month, an election year. Okay, we're less than a year away from the November election 2024. Donald Trump hasn't been on trial yet. And this is, again, why as soon as Merrick Garland took office, he should have brought his top people around and said, okay... We have to approach this Trump investigation with urgency. We're on a tight time schedule. We have to have him investigated. Uh, and if the evidence warrants, warrants, indicted, tried, and sentenced well before the 2024 election. So let's get the resources in place to do this ASAP. Because once you get okay, the investigation, you don't know how long that's going to take until you start it. You get him indicted. Now you're in a court. And you don't control the timetable anymore. And you know that the defense will try to run out the clock, as we're seeing right now. You know this in advance. Which is another reason why you have to get him indicted as quickly as possible to give you as much time from indictment to trial as possible. Because you know that the defense is going to uh, try to delay it as much as possible. So you want to give yourself as much post-indictment time as you can to factor in all the delays that there is you know, that the defense is going to move for. So you knew this was going to happen. And now we're at the position where, where, where delays are a real possibility of destroying this whole prosecution, at least before the, the November election. Now we got Judge Cannon in the Mar-a-Lago case, and she's doing everything she can to delay that. That's probably not going to go to trial before the election because we got a, hack, a Trump hack judge over there. So that leaves us with the January 6th case. The good thing there is we got Judge Chutkin. Um, the bad thing is that we don't have a lot of time. Now, this thing is set for March. If that trial date holds, we should be in pretty good shape. But we don't know if that trial date holds. And the big thing hanging out there right now is Trump's um, motion to dismiss the case based on executive privilege. Now, I don't think that, that Judge chuckin has already ruled against it, but um, He's been, Trump has lost this argument on the civil side. He's now trying it in the criminal context. And he's, I, he's, I don't think he's going to prevail on this. I'll do another video about this later. Even at the Supreme Court, I don't think he's going to uh, prevail on this. But the question is how long is it going to take to get a final resolution of this issue? There's the possibility that this single issue could potentially delay this trial. To the point where we can't get him tried before the November 2024 20, election. Now, I think we will, but there is a possibility if the Supreme Court is so inclined to delay this thing that we could get this thing delayed to the point that we can't try him before the election. This is the kind of thing that Merrick Garland should have known going, you know, before anything else happened. He should have known, again, that time is of the essence. He didn't approach this with any freaking urgency. You wait almost two years to appoint Merrick Gar- uh, to appoint Jack Smith. Don't tell me you were approaching this with a sense of urgency. The January six committee holds their hearings in the summer of twenty twenty two, and your prosecutors are caught off guard by the information they had. That, that's proof you guys weren't doing shit. So don't tell me Merrick Garland was serious about this investigation of Donald Trump. He clearly was not. He clearly did not want to go after Donald Trump, and it wasn't until the committee held those bombshell hearings that he felt he had no choice. But he didn't want to do it himself, so he appointed Jack Smith. And by the way, I don't believe the appointment of Jack Smith was required under the regulations. I don't think a special counsel was necessary, Um, but it's clear Merrick Garland didn't want to do it himself himself. So he handed it off to Jack Smith. I'm glad that he did hand it off to Jack Smith because Jack Smith has shown himself to be a far more aggressive prosecutor than Merrick Garland. So it's much better to be in the hands of Jack Smith, but it should have been put in the hands of Jack Smith in March of 2021. That's the point. And if he had been, Donald Trump would be a a convict already. He would be a convicted felon appealing his probably 10 plus year um, prison sentence. That's where we could have been, and that is where we should have been. Now, um, I probably have more to say about this. I certainly have a lot more to say about the ongoing trials, Um, but that for another video, because I've already gone way long. So to those of you who have stuck it out and watched this uh, almost half hour video, um, I appreciate you doing so. As always, I thank you for watching. Be well, and I will talk to you again soon.